Welcome to GLT's All Good Local Tips with Caroline Wilson and Corey Perkin. All thanks to Red Energy. They're powered by Snowy Hydro and 100% Australian electricity and gas. Call 131 806 for real Aussie energy. Hello and welcome to Don't Shoot the Messenger special GLT edition. That's Good Local Tips. I'm here with Corrie Perkin. Hello, Caro. And I'm here with Miss Jane. Hello, Caro. Jane, you can start the ball rolling today. Um, What have we heard from our wonderful audience? Oh, look, we're getting some tips coming through. And one from listener Rosalind Rally. Helen goes parsnip, apple and lime leaf cake. She has heard this is a winner. Wanted to see if we uh, liked it as well. But actually, that's a great tip, I think, from Rosalind. It's that time of the year where you can go to a farmer's market or your local veggie provador or straight to a farm gate. You can stock up on food for, I reckon, a month. Root vegetables, parsnips, beetroots, all of them are in season and they just last for so long in not the fridge. Not kifla potatoes, Jane. Not potatoes? No, well, not kifla potatoes. So they're my favourite of all the potatoes at the moment. I have a real crush on them because you don't even have to peel them and they're delicious. And I went to Hawks Farm the other day off Bonio Road on the Mornington Peninsula, they, which is a really good... I get my kiflas there. Yeah. You, no, you get your kiflas there, but oh. they come in a bag, yep, a little paper bag, ba- and yep. it has a little window, a plastic window, right? That's it. So I've bought the bag, and the lady said, if you want them to last longer, put them in the fridge with the window face downward. No. And I said, well, it's interesting you say that because I have trouble, you know, within a week that the, the little shoots start appearing. She said, don't put them in a darkened drawer, put them in the fridge, you'll get an extra week or so out of them. But make sure that your little window is face down. They do not like the light. Do you know, that actually means they're great potatoes because unfortunately, horrifically, most of the store-bought ones that you get from large chain supermarkets, they actually treat them with an anti-sprouting agent. Oh, so the little windows, really? because the potatoes are alive. They're real food. They are. They're trying to sprout. So get the ones that are going to sprout, eat them quickly, don't try and stock up, because actually they haven't got all the chemicals to stop them sprouting. Because how you can have a washed spud last for two months? Just on, just on the GLT. No, that's not, no, I do keep mine in the fridge because often I'm sort of not using them for a while. But Just I, on the GLT of the Kipfler potatoes, I reckon they're the best in casseroles and stews, mm, don't you? Yum. They're just the best. Oh, I like those waxy um, Pontiac ones in casseroles and stews as well. But you do mash, wouldn't you? Well, I do that. Oh, yeah. I'm, no, no, I'm just talking <clears> about actually having just little chunks of potato because they kind of hold their form, but they're soft inside. Oh, I love Kipflers. Anyway. Yep. Oh, okay. Well, well, that that is that is a good local tip. Speaking of soup, which were we talking about soup? Well, we've actually had a question, Caro, from uh, one of our listeners, Karen, on Instagram, <laughs> saying, "What's your favourite soup recipe?" Go. Well, yeah. Funnily enough, Clem, I got home yesterday, miserable and cold, and heading out to work again, and. Clem served me up celeriac and apple soup that she oh. had made over the weekend. It was absolutely beautiful and it was a, a pureed soup. But so many lovely ones, Corrie. And this month's Gourmet Traveller has some brilliant, brilliant, more smarter soups. This There's is a, your spice one that you referred to in episode 130 of Don't Shoot the Messenger. That's it, Corrie. There is, there's a... um. A Persian red lentil soup with tahini, beetroot and fried mint. Oh, We've got nice. our friend Tanya Brom's amazing Greek lentil soup. Um, there's another brilliant um, Greek soup, which is a, that one with egg, lemon and rice, which is a, a chicken soup. 
Um, we, hot... I had that lovely one about four episodes ago, Janie, uh, when Anita gave me her big pumpkin and I made that fantastic uh, pumpkin soup. Oh, that's right. With the, um... But can I, can I say my favourite when I'm feeling a bit flat or a bit unwell or indeed one of the kids are feeling like that is to just fry up your um, ginger, garlic, uh, spring onion, uh, chilli and then add stock and then put in anything green that's in your fridge. Broccoli, that, that's thicken some, it up with a couple of potatoes. They used Use to sell a soup next door to your bookshop at that beautiful food shop. And I remember you gave me some when oh, I was green, really sick of Green years soup, ago. it's the best. If you want a little bit of salt in it, salty in it, the one I made last weekend was just a tad bland, even though I put some yogurt and some lemon juice in it. But um, uh, to fry up some bacon or um, some sort of jambon of some sort pancetta, sprinkle it on the top, whatever, because that can just add a little bit of oomph to it. But I think these my favourite soups soup, are the best. I, my favourite's tomato soup. There are is so it? many great tomato soup recipes, and I reckon well, that would be Brendan's as well. You're a girl of simple pleasures. Well, you can spice up your tomato soup. There's a the book club girls. Remember one book club weekend years ago, we had a tomato and chickpea soup that I involves that. frying up the rosemary mm, and I made the that. garlic. Oh, and that was that, the night that you and I shared the bed, and I had um, the gastro attack at about. <laughs> One o'clock in the morning, do you remember? <laughs> was it she just... slept through the whole thing. I was up, I don't know, Jane, eight times. Was it just gastro-corrie? It wasn't the soup. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of talk about that. But and there's another really beautiful, uh, from an old um, delicious, it's a tomato soup where you put the, you melt the bocconcini and put it on top with basil. And there's a great one in this, um, if another smart one in this week's month's gourmet traveller, hot and sour soup with red snapper. It looks amazing. Karen has now got the next six months of her life plotted out rediscovering new soups. I let's, do we... that, let's do that tomato and chickpea soup next week. Oh, I don't know I've got it at Have home. You? It's a great um, recipe. I, I, we could, honestly, we should start a cookbook, <laughs> couldn't we? Remember our lovely Megan Rule, our listener well, uh, and we've friend got of the bookshop? One, haven't we? A secret yeah. cookbook? No, she, well, Megan printed off all of our recipes for the first two years of the podcast, which when I think about it, what a fantastic effort, Megan. You are such a champ doing that. And she said to me, look, maybe there's something you could do for charity here. We have to look into copyright, whether we're able to do that. No proceeds going to us. And if we attribute all of the recipes to the original, we should look into that. Megan has collected every recipe we've ever talked if about. If there's a book publisher and someone who knows about food. Give us a call. <laughs> food book styling well, and uh, you, planning. Well, I mean, I think we're sitting with one right now. Corrie, you just concentrate on Mr. Kitten Goes to Town. I was going to gonna say, you've got a kid's book to concentrate write Concentrate on your children's book, please. I'm sweating over that. Now, Carrie, have you managed to go out to dinner yet? Or are we sort of, I think, off air, we spoke a little bit about the fact that maybe our good local tip is to plan ahead. Because I think everyone's sort of gotten out of the habit of, oh, it's all right, we'll catch up later. But it's actually not that easy, is it? No, as we've, <clears throat> excuse me, as we found this week when just our immediate family, obviously missing one child who's living in Amsterdam, the four of us thought, let's go out to dinner one, let's go out to dinner on Tuesday night. You know, let's just go out, go somewhere local. Well, four restaurants later, you know, one isn't open on Tuesday nights for the foreseeable. Um, three just sort of said, sorry, both sittings booked out because we can only allow 20 people. We've finally found somewhere but you do have to plan ahead. And that is not the way I generally like to live. I like to be a bit more spontaneous. So I've got to change that, Corrie. Uh, well, you've got to get out of your leisure suit, Caro. I'm, Corrie, I'm, <laughs> I'm sitting here today in my black lace-ups and my no, evening I, pants. No, I, I agree. We do have to be a bit organised. And you have to think carefully too. I think if you've got the dollar to spend, where would you most like to spend it? 
And don't go to necessarily the obvious place around the corner or whatever. Think about whether you've got a connection with a particular restaurateur or cafe owner and you'd really like to throw your support behind them because of all industries, apart from the arts industry, I think probably the... um, the entertainment, the um, entertaining restaurants, bars, hotels, they have been decimated by this virus. But they are changing and they're changing their businesses and they're selling their best dishes as takeaways now. I they're hope turning they continue that, actually. Restaurant floors into delis. I mean, don't you have this theory that we should just pick three or four small businesses? And yes, just that's my theory. That's focus what I want our to do. attention just on the them. rest of the year, just spend with, you know, one beautician or in your case, with those legs. <laughs> um, well, it uh, doesn't, take, doesn't take two different outfits to get, you know, anyway. And I think also being but conscious. one restaurant, you know, one takeaway, one fruit and yeah. veg, just really just focus, focus your dollar. Um, I wanted to mention uh, a, uh, it's just actually coming on my phone, funnily enough, um, dare I say. It is from, oh, it's gone now. Oh, Jane Manton Horn. On our Instagram account, love reading House of Trelawney. Well, Jane, my tip to you is that that book is still out of print in Australia, but it is due back in June this month, I understand. But Jane also asked, will footy tips be back on? So, Jane, our Next Jane, week. our Miss Jane, can you give us just a quick footy tips? Don't shoot the messenger footy tips rundown. Yes, we will be doing. So, the first game is on 11th. Is that right, Cara? Jane, please. Yes. <laughs> It's etched in my soul. <laughs> she said her legs done for it. Double Jane. check. Collingwood so versus Richmond. She's having a pedicure MCG. and a manicure just for the event. A night game. It, it was always going to be round two and it was always going to be a Thursday night at the G. It's just a little bit later than just we planned. Just a little bit. So, yes, next week we will be tipping with our normal episode. So by next Wednesday or so, you should have our tips for the first round and then slash how round will, two. And how will people enrol in our tipping competition? And all you have to do is just search... Footy tipping, don't shoot the messenger, and it's uh, part of the SEN stable of footy tipping products, and we'll post it on our Facebook. We'll chuck a link on Instagram. So you're right. If you've got a registration from last year, it's all good. But just search footy tips, don't shoot the messenger. You should find us. Before we went on air today, girls, we were talking about keeping warm in bed because it has been a particularly cold couple of nights. Oh, what do you know? Winter's here. La-di-da. A couple of tips. Use flannel winter bed sheets. Oh, no. Create layers no. of top sheets and blankets. Yep, like that, yes. Really have lots of layers so you can pull them on, take them off, whatever. Flannel pyjamas, yes, but not Hot, bed sheets. I don't wear pyjamas. Oh, oh I God. do. I suppose if I had, I got if the I most had your beautiful, hairy legs, I'd want to cover them I got pajamas. the most beautiful flannel pyjamas for my sister about a month ago. Um, they're pale pink and oversized, and Clementine keeps trying to steal them, and she keeps coming downstairs, you know, with a guilty look on her face wearing one. I think Peter Alexander have really good flannel pyjamas, Clem, so that's another little local tip to you. Hot water bottle, Caro, if you don't have an electric blanket, get the hot water bottle out. And something that I have been doing since acquiring this beautiful bath that I love um, in my um, new rental home is I have a warm bath before I go to bed. It just does wonders. Good tip. You know, I've been having a bath every day during the pandemic. It's so, it's so every lovely. Every day. Continue that, Caro. Continue I've even, that I've even taken a leaf out of your book and um, lit a candle. <laughs> oh, and there's this product. Um, there is a product I'll, that is. I'll have her reading star signs before you know it, Jane. <laughs> there's a product that is not cheap, but it's the best. It's called, I think the brand is Salus, S-A-L-U-S. Yes, Salus. Salus. Mm. It's called Rose Bath Oil. 
a few drops. You don't need moisturiser if you put this bath oil in your bath. It is the most, it smells beautiful. It doesn't bubble up or anything. And Caro, the old Epsom salts too. When well, you that's get back the to the gym bones. or if you go for the I've big I've got them. Walk, they're, they're, they're sitting fantastic. by the bath. Yeah, they're fantastic. Oh, no, I'm, don't worry. I'm glad to hear the fact that I haven't been able to get my child into a bath more than about once a week during ISO. <laughs> what have you? It's uh, is contrasted by Caro, you well, baby, he every been, day. Has he been washing? <laughs> Just every now and then. Oh, Shane, you really he dropped has a shower, Caro. He has a shower. <laughs> hey, we also had a, um, a GLT from Felicity Savage. She recommends crushing eggshells finely, almost to a powdery um, form with a mortar and pestle. Place under seedlings, not a slug in sight in the veggie patch. Also, oh. using an old toothbrush to flick off cabbage moth eggs from cabbage, broccoli and Brussels sprout seedlings. So much easier than trying to hand pick off. But I've heard that the eggshells, and even if you chuck them in the oven, dries them out, makes them really crunchy and slails and slugs, they hate having to crawl over So do you put them under the soil or just around the top? No, just around the the top over the soil, under the plant and they don't like walking on it. That is a great tip and I've seen her veggie garden, it's It's very impressive. I I would never have thought of that in a million years a bit like your uh, bags that Eloise the jute ha- bags. Yeah, the jute bags. I would never have thought of jute bags doing that. Well, either. you know, Brendan says every week, but they've got big holes in them. The leaves won't stay in, but guess what? They always they do. They do. That's true. The um, My compost bin, you know, now I've started composting. Good. Oh, you, it is, it's nearly full. I've had to get, as I think I said, I've got a second one. But what do you do about the sludgy, flea stuff that comes out every time you lift the lid off? Is that a good sign? Oh, when bugs come out, might mean it's a bit moist, Carol. But look, do you put paper in shredded paper? Is that a good idea? Yeah, just keep it not too. Throw, wet. throw a couple of frogs in there. I've done. A, I've done. I've put in brown paper, like out of the mushroom yeah. bags. Is that all right? Oh, yes. The problems we have in the world. Can I just say a good local tip to grandparents of toddlers? Um, don't ever tell your toddler grandchildren to try and keep a secret because they just can't. I could have told you that, Doctor Dog. That is. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, why so, would you? But not only, not only that's not the so reason sat, you shouldn't do it. You I, shouldn't tell you tell so your grandchildren to keep a secret from their parents. Oh come on, come on! You can do anything with grandchildren. So on Saturday night, we watched Shrek, Little Willow, and Harriet, and myself, and Pete. And then it was time for Willow's bedtime, so we put her to bed. And Harriet said, more Shrek. And what do you know? I had actually taped Shrek too. Oh, as luck would have it. So I said, best. It's almost as good as one. So I just said, Harriet, don't tell mummy and daddy that we're going to stay up and watch Shrek 2. (laughs) First thing the next morning. Well, she didn't say Shrek 2. She said, mummy, I was really scared by the dragon in Shrek. And Francesca looked at me and said, I don't think there is a dragon. Isn't the dragon in Shrek 2? Oh, (laughs) might be. (laughs) Did you get a lecture? A little one. Well, particularly because you told her to be dishonest with her mother at no, the age no, of three. No, just, no, just don't tell. Just don't. What what they don't know, it won't hurt them. Mm, <laughs> anyway, I think that's, that's, a, I think that's a little bit naughty. You've got all this to look forward to, Carrie. Oh, I You're know. You're going to be a great grandma one day, aren't you? Yeah, one day. <laughs> one day. Hey, um, I don't know whether that's been of any help to anyone. <laughs> Plan ahead. Um. Flannel, well, flannel sheets, or in your case, pajamas. A yes. bath, warm bath before you go to bed. Lots of soup recipes, and um, don't ask your grandchildren to stay mum about the truth. And get thee to a beautician.
Right away. Hey, Corrie, this has been wonderful. Next time we meet, it will be the eve of round two of the AFL season, which I'm excited about, and I think you are too because your Hawks are looking pretty good. And um, <laughs> they have, They've won one for one, Cara. We're and on a you're, roll. you're winning the footy tips. Uh, you've been winning it now for nearly three months. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Oh, I'm flying. You're winning Scrabble. You're winning the footy tips. And, Jane, thank you. Can you do your gardening show? We We've inter- actually launched um, a whole suite of podcasts for Red Energy. So if I can uh, – the, the digital guide's been dropping a few in our Facebook feed. But, um, yeah, we've now got a real estate show on a Monday under the hammer. Tuesday is Tuesday with Ash Pollard, who's a bit of a foodie and previous contestant on shows like um, My Kitchen Rules. Wednesday, talk parenting with Joe Stanley. Thursday is, I've got to love this one, uh, Homestyle with Shana Blaze, you know, the very well-known yes. interior. She's a customer at our shop, actually. Lovely lady, Shana Blaze, and then the sport of gardening on Friday. So, look, it's all under the Can't red. Can we have Sunday and resurrect the book pod with <laughs> Corey can. Perkin and Jane Neal? Red Energy, I'm sure. We'll, we'll pitch it to him, Corey. But thank you to Red Energy because they've been supporting all these amazing podcasts. Yeah, keeping... they're just doing so well with uh, with with realising that people, like football's gone out of our lives, but so many other things have come back in. So well done, Red Energy. And they might be here to stay, who knows. But if not, it's a, it's about eight weeks of great podcasts to uh, go along with this one. Jane, Corrie, don't shoot the messenger. Thanks for listening to Caro and Corrie's GLTs. If you've got a good local tip, we'd love to hear from you. You can email feedback at don'tshootpod.com.au or join us on Facebook and Twitter. It's all for Red Energy, powered by Snowy Hydro. Red Energy are a leader in renewable energy. They're 100% Australian electricity and gas. You can give them a call on 131 806 for real Aussie energy. Thanks for listening.